You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to next. Easy for you to say. Right <laughs> off the bat, we're getting tongue tied. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there too. <laughs> All right, go for it. Because <laughs> this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where this is real life that we talk about. Yes, it is. And so even on the air, sometimes real life just bleeds through. Here we are. And words are hard. Sometimes. Apparently saying welcome back to Sexy Marriage Radio is sometimes tough to say. All right. But I'm so glad that the SMR Nation comes and spends some time with us each and every week. That they take time out mm-hmm. and then they let us know what's going on in their mind or their yeah. marriage or their life. And they call us at 214-702-9565 or they send in an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com because that helps us chart the path of where we're heading next. Because over the years, SMR has become listener-driven radio. It has. It has. We love that. And we count on the SMR Nation each and every week mm-hmm. to not only tune in, but also to ask your questions. Mm-hmm. So fire away. Yeah, that gives us the variety and spice. And totally does. It. And then we also ask of the SMR Nation to jump on to iTunes or iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, however you listen. Um, rate and review. Leave a comment. Help us spread the word. Because we think married sex is fantastic. But we also think marriage is fantastic. Those two suckers go hand in hand. They sure do. And we want everyone to experience what marriage can be. And a lot of times I think it just comes down to how do we look at what's going on and how do I view what's happening? Because that can change what I do. Right. Because marriage is about me being better, not my spouse fixing their problems. It'd be a whole lot easier if you actually would, though, babe. I'll try. (laughs) Right? Okay, whatever. Whatever. I'll work on me, you work on you, and... We'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle somewhere. That's a good plan. Well, coming up on today's Sexy Marriage Radio is a conversation that I had with Dr. Marnie Fourierman. That she is a MFT mm-hmm. in Florida. That she has a some training in discernment counseling. Okay, some training, or is that like her it's, specialty? Like that's what well, she spends all, most of her time on. She, so that's an aspect of her practice. Obviously, okay. if you're doing couples work, you kind of cover a lot of different aspects of, of what involves marriage, right. you know, what all that entails. But one of the things that she is noted for is mm-hmm. this idea of discernment counseling. And this is when couples come seeking help because one of them has said, I'm out, but I'm not quite sure... Um, I'm out, but they're not willing to fully go through with it. You know, there's a lot of things that happen because it's easy for couples when you get into this whole thing and you're, and you've created a life together and you've got a lot of things that are of value with each Mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy for people to say, I don't want this anymore, but I'm not going to leave. Okay. Right. And so you get stuck in this limbo. And so what she does with this training and this specialty is she helps people walk through discerning, what do I do? Mm. I mean, that's discernment in any aspect of life is is good to have, to have someone you can guide you through that. Yeah. 
fabulous. I'm interested to hear what she has to say. Yeah, because it's it's totally worth having a professional walk alongside you in this journey. Oh, and definitely. a lot of really good qualified therapists, and I'm going to put myself among them, do this mm-hmm. in, in various ways. But she just has a little particular take, and I think it was a fascinating conversation. Very good. And coming up on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. Uh, she and I continue a conversation talking about the particulars of being a marriage therapist and what are the things that you see in clients and couples that come in that make us as professionals, we start thinking, ooh, this is going to be a struggle. It's going to be a tough one to be the counselor to walk through with them. Right. Or this is not going to work. <laughs> that you can already kind of see preconceived, ooh, mm-hmm. this is going to be a big problem. Okay, that'd be interesting to hear because, you know, having been someone who went through counseling with my spouse, uh, wow. Okay, which of those puzzle pieces did we uh, (laughs) present when we walked in the door, right? To find out, you got to listen to the extended content and all that's coming up on today's show. Well, joining me for today's session of Sexy Marriage Radio is a fellow colleague in the trenches, um, Rolling up her sleeves, getting down and dirty in the nitty gritty with couples, uh, Dr. Mari, Marnie Foyerman, and she's a. Uh, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to get this right. You're an, you're an LMFT, but also a, a licensed social worker in the state of Florida. Correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, and so and you got a PhD in clinical psychology and. So you've got the alphabet soup after your name, like I do, and it's this whole concept of what the real goal is, and from everything I'm reading about you and learning about you right away, is just trying to to go into the things that couples face the most and offer some help. Yes, exactly. No, it's all it's it's great. It's great that you're that this this material is publicly available. Um, that there's podcasts, there's lots of good stuff online, there's good work that people are doing, great research. And of course, working day in and day out, you can really, you know, if we talk about marriage, you're marrying the research and the science with the clinical work, and you're refining it along the way, just when you learn, you learn more, and things that are, you know, more theory comes out, uh, more outcome studies, and (laughs) um, hopefully you get better and better at it. Yeah, I think that's kind of a a theme of all of life, isn't it? That hopefully as we go through and we learn new things, we can incorporate it and adopt to things and just be better, not only as clinicians, but as people, as married people. So I'm curious, Marnie, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, most of us probably go into the field of marriage and family therapy because we truly are wanting to help couples, right? We're wanting to help marriages. um, But then you have to dig deeper because I think this is where you land as well as I do in the sense that I'm trying to help couples, but I'm really trying to help the people within the couple, right? So. You have um, a specialty or a subsect, I guess you could say, in one of the focuses you have in your practice called discernment counseling. And so yes. that, you know, discernment, people could hear this in the SMR Nation and go, okay, what does that mean? And so I would love to just, let's go kind of global and then let's drill down of what exactly is discernment counseling? Sure. Well, when you think of the word discernment, think about decision making. Okay. And so... That's the focus of that form of counseling. And that was developed uh, by a Dr. Bill Doherty and uh, 
head of the Doherty Relationship Institute. He's a very progressive thinker uh, about things, and mm-hmm. he's very passionate, certainly about about marriage and family and all those you know those really good values. And so one of the things that he was noticing was that couples would show up for marriage therapy, or they would request marriage or couples therapy. But what he was finding was that it wouldn't really gain a lot of traction if both people weren't aligned in their goals. Okay. So by that, it means, you know, the main goal we look for, as you probably know, is that two people come in and say, we both want to save the marriage. We want to work on it. Right. We're in distress. We want to figure this out. Um, We want to communicate better, whatever the typical things are that they tell us. But ultimately, they want to stay together. Right. Okay. And so then you just, you know, you kind of launch into, um, you know, helping them fix the marriage. But what was happening was if somebody put divorce on the table or somebody was strongly considering leaving the marriage, um, they weren't sure they want to stay in it. Right there, you have two different goals. Correct. So whereas one person wants to... you. And, and, you know, sometimes two people are in that situation. They're both considering ending the marriage. Okay, that happens too. Yep. Okay. But more often than um, not, I think your experience, what you're describing is a similar thing I see, is where one person is the one that's more, yeah, I don't think so. And the others oftentimes comes across what I experience is a little desperation of, no, yes. no, 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 no. I will. What do I have to do to, yes. to save this thing? So. Yeah, that's a majority of people where one person wants to, to work on it and the other person isn't sure. Right. And so th- they're, the, the person who isn't sure, their agenda is to figure out whether or not they want to commit to this reconciliation process. Um, so they're in that they're more in that decision making mode. Okay. And so they have we have two different goals. They're mm-hmm. not completely aligned. Um, certainly as a marriage therapist, we're marriage friendly, we value keeping families and couples together. Um, So if anything, there might be a little bit of a bias that I usually just put right out there say, look, you know, you're coming to me, I, my passion is to, is to keep people together. But at the same time, I recognize where you're both at. And Mm -hmm. I honor that you're not, you're not a good person or a bad person for thinking about this. Um, thinking about ending your marriage. I'm sure there's a lot of things that brought you to this place. Um, And we want to look at everything. We want to leave no stone unturned. We want to explore everything that's happened, um, everything people have done to try to fix it, perhaps on their own, sometimes even with help. Sometimes with not so good help, you know, is is something that we end up learning. Right. Uh, They went to a general therapist who well-intentioned, but, but they didn't have, uh, just not, com- yeah, not completely trained in that specialty or just working with a yeah. couple. Cause two people in the room with you as a therapist is drastically different than one person in the room as with the therapist. Yes. I cannot emphasize that enough. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very, it's, it, it requires a very different skill set. Um, so we just want to start exactly where they're at. We want to say, you know, we, we get, we, we validate where they, where they're at, what they're feeling. Um, and we slow it down. We push pause. Okay. okay. That's what I usually tell people. Okay. We're pausing to gain clarity about the marriage and, um, and get you to a place where you feel confident in the next decision. And the decisions are three, three basic paths. Okay. The first path is 
to stay the same and do nothing. So just keep things the way they are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most people want to take that sort of off, off the table right away, which I don't blame them. Um, path two would be movement towards separation and or divorce. And path three would be reconciliation with an all out effort in marriage therapy. And we prefer that they commit to a certain length of time. Um, usually we say at least six months because we know that change is not okay. linear. You know, there's, I tell people it kind of looks like the stock market, yep. you know, you're yep. gonna, the overall, um, trajectory right. is, is in a positive direction, but you're going to have slide backs. Yeah, there's gains and to... losses all the way through yeah. this journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want time to work on that. We want time to say, okay, you had a slide back. Let's see, let's see what happened without someone throwing out the D card once yep. again in the middle of a, of a fight. Yep. Just so, because things kind of yeah. regressed a little bit. It's like sometimes usually it could be a reactionary response, right? Of like, okay, that's it. Nothing's changed. And in reality, maybe something has changed. If you've listened to Sexy Marriage Radio for any length of time, you've heard us talk about how marriages have struggles. Life has struggles, but you're not alone. If something's interfering with your well-being or preventing you from achieving your goals, help is available. I've had the help of a great therapist at several different points in my life, and I would not be experiencing the life, marriage, or family I have today without them. This is where our sponsor, BetterHelp, comes into play for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And in many cases, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And with a broad range of expertise available, this is available to clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's often more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier and healthier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash SMR. That's Better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This is actually one therapist recommending other therapists because finding the right professional to work with makes all the difference. Special offer for our listeners in the SMR Nation is you get 10% off your first month. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash SMR today. So if I was to characterize one of the issues that wreaks the most havoc in our marriage, it would be mealtime. Would you agree with that, Pam? I would totally agree with that. <laughs> it's because I'm married to a woman that enjoys much more variety, much more healthy options, mm -hmm. and much more adventure when it comes to meals. Yeah. Whereas I am a get the job done and move along kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to tell you about our sponsor today, HelloFresh, which I think you made the comment at one point. It didn't save our marriage because we weren't necessarily precarious, but it has definitely... It's taken away a sore spot in our marriage, right? You're the one at home. I want you to have a meal ready when I come home in tax season. And holy cow, when we started HelloFresh, boom, I come home and he's chopping up onions and he's chopping up shallots. So what is HelloFresh? It's fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes cooking fun, easy, and affordable. Here's a couple of points that are worth noting. 
HelloFresh's recipes are delicious. They are definitely delicious. They offer so many different recipes that you can choose from each week to help you break out of your recipe rut. HelloFresh also helps you save time and stress effortlessly. And it's largely because what's delivered to your house is exactly what you need. It's the perfect portions and cute little bottles that everything's in. <laughs> it our, really, it our really kids is. Jump in and help. Our cook. kids love it. We've loved it. There's even leftovers some of the times mm-hmm. because we get the family pack mm-hmm. uh, each and every week. And then the last thing is flexible, and it fits your lifestyle because it keeps your fridge stocked, and you can add extra proteins or sides like garlic bread to your weekly order. It's so easy to do. And I'm getting this look from my wife like, she didn't didn't even know we could add I didn't know we could add garlic bread. Well, actually, Pam, then you should take advantage of this special offer. Okay. Because if you go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SMR80, the number 80, and you use the code SMR80, the number 80, you get a total of $80 off including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply, but please visit HelloFresh for more details. Again, if you go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SMR80, using the code SMR80, you get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Maybe HelloFresh can take the stress out of your relationship when it comes to mealtime too. You made a, you made a comment that you, you encourage... Hopefully, kind of the ballpark target is six months if they're going the reconciliation route with therapy, right, of helping with that yes. process. Do you have a time frame or a ballpark when you're talking about let's just push pause? Is that a is there a time frame associated with that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, we usually like to have if we're doing if we're doing the discernment counseling sessions, we, we try to cap it around five, five of those sessions before a decision is made and that's not like a hard and fast rule it's more of a general rule so that we're setting up a an expectation that we're not going to linger in no man's land for too long right but you're also not going to force it and make a make a decision have to be done real quick and knee jerk exactly yeah exactly We're, we're slowing down we're taking the time to do this we're all doing it together i spend some time both with the couple together. I also spend some time one-on-one with each of them. Um, I tell each of them that whatever we talk about is, and I get their permission to for it to be fully confidential so that um, people feel free to mm-hmm. share everything, even if it's something like an affair. Let's yep. say there's a affair going on. Yep. I want them to know that they can tell me so that I can help them with, with everything, with all the information, and that I'm not going to necessarily disclose anything to their partner. I gotcha. I might, you know, I might offer advice about it if they decide to do marriage therapy later, but, um, but I let them know that we can, at least for the length of time of that discernment counseling, if we, if there are secrets Okay. I will keep their secret for them. Okay. And so in essence, someone comes to you uh, because typically the one that doesn't want the thing to end is the one that reaches out, sets everything up <laughs> because. Yeah. I would the- say about 90% <laughs> yeah. of the cases I get a panicked call. From, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. I have those phone calls and emails as well. Typically those, if it's an email, it's coming in at two in the morning. It, you know, it's kind of, you just look yes. at it and I get it because yes. they're, they're, they're searching yes. for help. And I love the fact that there is a lot of good help out there, right. That's available that you can find. Um, right. so they come in, um, you're basically saying, all right, let's just push some pause time 
let's mm-hmm. let's unpack this a little bit. How did we get here? Then it's almost an individual co- course going on simultaneously with each with each person in the relationship of where are you? What are you wanting? What's your goal? So you can so you can at least find out if it's an alignment or not. And then at some point a decision's made by one of them. Because that's the whole thing is, I mean, the truism I believe in is it takes two people to have a relationship and only one to end it. And, yes. and that's yes. a struggle because the one that doesn't want to end it feels completely powerless. But you know what? In reality, you've been powerless all along. We just don't acknowledge that. So, yes. so yes. Um, they work through that pause. They do some time of just, I don't know, soul searching. Um, what's the long term? What's the short term? And then they make a decision, and that's from there you make the shift of where are we heading then? It's almost like you just reevaluate the goal and then head down that road? Yes, exactly. Um, I kind of, I feel like I, um, you know, certainly I'm playing a little bit more of a detective role, let's say, because I'm trying to listen for um, certainly commu- negative communication patterns, um, cycles and patterns they get stuck in that they may not be aware of. Um, so how they're co-creating things, but I'm also searching for what we call more the, um, the hard reasons for divorce. And these are usually affairs, addiction, right. abuse. Um, sometimes people's just dreams for their future. Their philosophy of life is mis- very misaligned. Sure. Um, these would be under the category of the deal breakers, right? These are the things that some of them we have preconceived coming in, you know, there is that element of, Hey, if this happens, this will be the result. And I think we all have that to a degree, but then what's fascinating to me, Marnie, and I'm assuming this bears out in the way you see it and have lived life and had things unfold personally too, probably the whole, the deal breakers I had coming in, if, when they occurred, they're not so hard and fast on, I'm just ready to chuck it all after I've invested and created a life, you know, for a decade or two or three, you know, cause it's one of those, if somebody all of a sudden has an affair 26 years into a 30 year marriage, that's not always as easy just to say, I'm out, I'm, you know, <laughs> just walk away. Oh yes. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of these you know, considerations to look for. I also want to know when did problems start? Um, I want to know if they have this really good solid foundation or baseline that I have to draw upon. Okay. okay. We, we know there's a difference between a marriage that, um, like I've had, a, I've had cases where it was almost like a wrong, wrong from the start type marriage, mm-hmm. you know, of someone got pregnant we decided, okay, let's just get married. Let's just see if we can wing it and do this. Um, but then they realized, well, we were dating for three months. She got pregnant. We got married. We didn't really know each other. Right. You know, that's different than, you know, we dated for a year. We were madly in love. We yep. got engaged. Yep. We were very deliberate about moving in and getting married. And then we had kids and that's when the trouble started. Um, so those are very different scenarios. Yeah. So I'm looking for things like that. You know, when did trouble start? What happened? Po- I'm kind of poking around with those things. Okay. Um, and I'm also wanting to know, you know, from the person who is really le- what we call leaning out, mm-hmm. um, they're really, the, they're the ones seriously considering divorce. Often they have a complaint that's been falling on deaf 
ears for a really long time. Right. Um, so I'm wanting to, of course, validate the pain and the hurt around that. I'm wanting to know, you know what has your spouse not heard? What have they not taken in and responded to? Um, a typical thing I hear is, um, it's often with the, with the wife in this case, where they not, you know, all the time, but something that I, that I think is a little bit of a theme is a wife not feeling like she's a priority. She's not important. Okay. She's not heard. She's not um, being treated romantically mm-hmm. anymore. She's feeling taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of give you an idea of, of something typical I hear. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just, we're, we're looking for anything like where, where are these problems and certainly what have they done to try to solve it? And if they're thinking about divorce, I also want to know about the kids, you know, how they factor into it, how they're seeing the okay. impact on, on the children. Um, and sometimes you hear, oh, you know, if I didn't have kids, forget it. I would be done long ago. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, we hear that. Right. Right. Because that's where, I mean, th- this is interesting to me, Marnie, and I love this this approach because I think in our field, um, I can't speak for every therapist out there and for sure can't speak for every marriage therapist out there. But enough of the ones I've come across uh, via the show or just colleagues in my area and schooling and, you know, conferences and the different workshops that you go to as part of this field um, it is interesting to me because there is this element of any time a couple comes in and there truly is a misalignment of what is our goal? One wants out, one doesn't. It almost seems like it's, it's, it's possible, maybe not likely, but it's very possible. The therapist kind of freaks out and gets reactionary, right? Doesn't yeah. slow it way down like you're yeah. describing. Cause that's really what you're describing is, yeah. Okay, let's just slow this process down and let's let this process of you doing work with me actually slow be slow. There's because that's I love the judgment of that because it's not like the problem they're facing is new. <laughs> right? Most yes. of the time you're talking about it's been a chronic something for so long because even if it's the discovery of an affair, there's still a chronic something that was there prior to the affair Often. being sought oh, yeah. most of yes. the time, right? And so you're talking about, let's just slow this down. Let's give it its due. Let's honor it. Let's be respectful about who are you? What are you wanting? Who's your spouse? What are they wanting? And we don't have to rush to a decision right away, but we do have to rush to it. We do have to make a decision at some point. Yeah, it, it is a very respectful process. That's and good. I do like that. And people don't feel judged and you know like you oh you're wrong for thinking about this i mean our it, it's right. almost a denial of reality if we want to look at it that way right people do think about divorce sometimes it's just a absolutely because they're they had a bad fight and they're mad well, you know? but i mean and sometimes it's yeah know, this is the dark side of us that. that you're describing yeah. but i think every single one of us has been married in a length of time when you when you utter or think the words i don't know how much longer i can handle this or put up with this, that's saying, I want out. It's not actually an action. It's just, it's leaning towards that. And I think that's the reality in which we exist as people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like making it not taboo. Like you can mention this, you can talk about it where we openly discuss it. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's not the elephant in the room, which which a lot of times it kind of can be an elephant in the room when you are doing regular marriage therapy because yep. somebody is almost afraid to even say it, yep. but they are thinking about it. I don't it. want to give them permission. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's almost like if I speak it into existence as if it wasn't already there. <laughs> right. And I think, um, and there's some other good research that uh, I think even in the creation of this process that was considered, um, which is that when people... By the time they utter the word, so by the time they actually say, say the, I want a divorce or mm-hmm. say they're thinking about it, they have often thought about it in their head for a long time. Right. And, and when they're thinking about it, sometimes they're planning a slow, gradual yep. exit strategy. Um, they're grieving the marriage already. Yep. So that process starts, their clock starts ticking. Something, you know, they get into a place where they can finally say to their spouse, okay, I want a divorce now. You know, kid, last kid just left the house. I want a divorce. And that's when the spouse sometimes say, says, what? Right. I'm blindsided. They don't realize it. Right. So if the partner's keeping it a secret, we know that's not, that's not helpful either. It's something that they do, they should bring up and bring up earlier, perhaps rather than later, because maybe there is something, there is some intervention or yep. treatment that can be done. Yep salvage the marriage but yeah. people are keeping it to themselves unfortunately yeah and and do you have the same kind of thought press i want to kind of end this segment with with this idea uh with, with this thought of do you have the thought process that when a when a spouse is blindsided do you as a professional think they really are because i don't mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, very, I think it's very, very rare. Okay. I think most cases, yeah, it's not. It's just that they were either not paying attention or in denial. Um, or, it, you know, the other piece of this that I think is, is good to emphasize is when, when we all, when we do discernment counseling, we want people to all, to think about their role yeah. in the, um, in, in what's gotten the marriage to the place yeah. that it's gotten to, um, what's their contribution what behavior do they have that uh, that brought it to this place? Yeah, and so sometimes it is a spouse that that isn't assertive, yeah. that isn't communicating, yeah. or isn't saying how they feel, or isn't expressing their needs uh, really well. And so some, and so those people sometimes they're not saying it. They're not saying, gotcha. "I'm really in pain here." This yep. marriage is just I got gotcha. you because that's, that's the thing I think that it's like we we have these. You know, when you get the sense something's going wrong, something's not quite aligning, Some there's this gut sense to it. And sometimes we can't label it. And, and that's where I think there's the the distinction of, yeah, it's, it is a blind side because I didn't know it was this severe, but I did know there was some unhappiness or some uncertainty or some disconnect. You know, it's not, in that regards, it's not all a shocker. Right. And, and I want to say to your listeners that if one person in the relationship um, has a problem or thinks something's wrong, then that has to, yeah. then there's something wrong. Yeah. You have to look at that. Yeah. Don't just say, oh, well, I'm happy. I'm okay. <laughs> Things are fine for me. Yep. Good luck with yourself. Sorry yeah. if they're right. If they're <laughs> not fine for your partner, then you know, you're going to want to address it. Yeah. I came across um, a fellow blogger when I first entered into the online world with blogging and then eventually podcasting. Um, a fellow blogger made the statement of when one partner in a marriage has a problem, the marriage has a problem. Yes. And that's a great way to think of it because it, it does. And, and then it just, 
it's just it, on each person then to bring that forward as cleanly and as clearly as you can without it, you know, with as little of it being a manipulative, I'm trying to make sure you do this to make it my way and all the other undercurrents of what we do as humans, just because, man, we can be, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Marnie, thank you so much yeah. for the work and the willingness to get into the depth uh, with some of the couples in the tough spots that they are in, uh, that it happens in, you know, far too many relationships. So, um, for the people that are in the SMR nation that want to know more about you, can you, uh, how do they find you? Just give them a quick little, where, where's your home in the sense of the online world to find more? Sure. See, I have two websites. One for my, uh, South Florida psychotherapy practice is the talking solution.com. So it's all one word, the talking solution. And then I have an on my online services through Dr. Marnie Online. Okay. D R M A R N I O N L I N E. Perfect. And I'll put both those in the show notes if you're listening. Uh, as we always say to the SMR Nation, if you're listening while driving, don't try to write these things down. <laughs> Just come back to the page. It's all going to be there for you to find. So, Marnie. Um, yeah. I've loved this conversation thus far, and I'm looking forward to um, kind of being therapy geeks for a little bit in the extended content uh, as we continue our conversation in just a moment. So thanks again. There are things that I absolutely love about the diversity of the mental health field and the marriage mm-hmm. and couples counseling field. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that there are people out there that are doing good work. Uh, they see it through a slightly different lens, but the goals are largely all the same. Right. Well, and that fits for different people. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just think of uh, different ways we all can phrase a sentence that we're trying to get across the same point, mm-hmm. but we say it differently and we hear it differently. Yep. And it's the same way of trying to attack problems, you name it, yep. um, having different perspectives. One way works for one person. And that's that's what I love about SMR as well is that you know almost nine years into this thing, mm-hmm. congratulations for helping make this thing happen oh, with man. me, baby. This is you, baby. Um, that there are topics that we are circling back to at times, mm-hmm. but we can come at it from a slightly different standpoint or a little bit of a different take, and it's it can open up a whole different possibility and horizon to where you start to realize, oh, hold on. I hadn't thought of it that way. Or, or it makes it hit a new person totally different. Totally. That, that previously it, it it didn't trigger anything for him before. Yeah. And and one of the things I love is one of the mastermind groups that I was just I just got off the call before we were recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the two men in that group were talking about there's been times in the history of SMR that they've been listening and they're yelling at me because they're just tired of whatever it is I was spinning at that point. And like, dude, that's you don't know the whole story. And they're just kind of getting on me and I'm like fine bring it let's go tell me the whole story that's where you call us at 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com so we can fill in those gaps and go where you need it to go right well this has been Sexy Marriage Radio thanks again for taking time out with us we'll see you again next time